Always proud of how Rory, Rory sets up the scene tremendously well every time. You should get a raise. You should. Brian, if you're listening, all the way in wherever you are now. Rory deserves a raise. Ryan, why are you in shorts? I broke my leg, and it's just easier rolling around in shorts and pants. Casual. We're trying to run a professional show, and this guy shows up in shorts. All right. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. This is episode 10 of From the Ridge, Northridge is very own podcast. (laughs) And on the show, we have probably one of our most faithful listeners. He's been there from the get-go. Uh, following on Spotify, YouTube, YouTube, big YouTube guy, big YouTube guy, Ryan Eberlin. And, uh, Ryan has been attending the core. How long have you been at Northridge for? Uh, I've been attending for about three years now. Three years. Maybe a bit over under, I don't know. I haven't been keeping track. Ballpark. COVID really throws everything. It does. Two years gone from the world. A bit of a curveball, but, uh, Ryan's actively involved in our youth ministry, faithful part of that team. Uh, active presence on Sunday morning, small groups. Uh, so we wanted to have him on the show because what we're doing is uh, over the next few weeks, as we're working through the series in James, we're going to have people on and we're going to be having a bit of a testimonial time, getting to know people of our congregation and seeing how the book of James, how the sermon series has kind of impacted their life, their thinking, reminded of things in their life, um, maybe... Uh, stories in which God has been at work and alive in in your life. So, uh, Ryan, I've talked a lot. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I want to start off. It is March 1st, and I just want to say happy St. David's Day to all the uh, the Welsh folk out there. St. Um, David's Day. Yeah, my, I've never heard of that before. Are um, you Welsh? Uh, yep. So there you go. That's for my grandparents and my family. They're going to be super happy I mentioned it. Nice. Whenever you listen to it, it may not be St. David's Day anymore, <laughs> but oh well. Um, tell me about tell, tell you about myself. Yeah, so I'm Ryan. Um, grew up here in Aurora all my life. I grew up in a Christian home, which I'm forever thankful for. Um, just a very loving, caring family. Um, parents and grandparents that are always on their knees praying for me. Um, so it's just mm. been a huge blessing in my life. Um, huge fan of sports. Nice. Um, always catch me watching the Leafs. Big win last night against the Capitals, and then uh, <laughs> big Blue Jays fan as well. Um, if you ever want to go to a game, let me know. Um, <laughs> Season ticket holder Ryan Everlin. So yeah, pretty big deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, so love the Jays. That's kind of what I spend my summer afternoons doing, just on the couch lounging. There's nothing better than coming home from church on a Sunday afternoon, throwing on the Jays game, and just taking a quick nap so there you go yeah that's uh, a post church nap yeah can't can't go wrong with that there you go um but yeah in terms of my christian walk um obviously i said i grew up in a christian home but i've kind of uh, there's three major kind of parts in my life i guess or you can call them parts transitions transitions moments. moments whatever that i that i can really nail down and say they've had the biggest impact on my life right. first is um just my youth group experience Mm. um when i was in grade four my parents made the decision to switch churches to another one over across the town the campus and um probably one of the most impactful um, decisions they've ever made um they wanted me and my brother and sister to be involved in the youth group and not have to drive we used to go to church down in toronto and uh they want us it to be close and uh just an opportunity for us to get as involved as we possibly could and that's what we did so um yeah, I was involved in uh, 
and the youth there went to all the events. We had Bible studies and youth retreats and games nights and everything. And and I mean, that was very foundational to to yeah. my Christian walk. The uh, the youth pastor we had there was just an amazing guy. I had him the whole time through my youth uh, from grade six to all the way up through I graduated high school. And uh, yeah, he was just a very very impactful guy. And um, I mean, he's very foundational to my faith. So forever grateful for that. Yeah, and you definitely see that in in your passion for youth ministry, even now wanting to cultivate a community of mm-hmm. fun excitement, but at the the root of it, have young people come to know Christ. Yeah, yeah. For myself, I I mean, I realize or recognize how impactful youth ministry can be and has been in my life. Right. And I mean, I've got the ability and time to pour into our youth here at Northridge. So mm-hmm. why not go for it? So. Absolutely. So you said there's three points. That yep. was number so one. So number one. Uh, number two would be my camp experience. Grew up going to Camp Quassand. It's cool. up in uh, Muskoka there on Skeleton Lake. And uh, yeah, it's just an amazing place to just really experience nature, God's creation. Um, it's kind of where I I kind of first discovered who God is and, and what he has for my life. And, and yeah, the, the camp counselors there really poured into my life, set a great example on how mm-hmm. to lead, how to be a leader, how to be a Christian, how to live as a Christian. Right. And, um, I mean, it's just an awesome place. Things you get to do at camp. I'm sure lots of people have had their own camp experience and can relate, but I mean, it's just, camp is just, it's, it's something special. And, and I know Christian camps often have great impacts on people's lives and I'm no different. It's just, yeah, just no, awesome. Sure. It's funny that you bring it up because just this past week, uh, Sandra sent an email to our team here, uh, letting us know that camp ministries are back and running this summer. Uh, and I wasn't planning to go. Subtle this plug. Was a, <laughs> s- subtle plug here. But uh, yeah, uh, if you have young people in your lives, maybe it is a grandson, granddaughter, maybe it's a child, but uh, I can also testify to the impact camp has on the life of believers. And so super encouraging. Third point. All right, third point. Um so after I graduated high school, I went to Bible college, and uh, I went to two different Bible colleges. Okay. Um, first one I went to, I did a one-year, it's kind of an adventure leadership type program out on Vancouver Island. Um, it's called the Kaleo Program. It's with Briarcrest College, which is in Saskatchewan. Explaining that to people is sometimes confusing, but I spent <laughs> the year out on Vancouver Island um, with 23 people, just really developed a community. Mm. Of, um, of people that loved each other, loved God, and wanted to serve and grow um, in their faith. And um, I mean, when you're in that intentional community for a full year, kind of just pouring into each other's lives, encouraging one another, and all coming from different areas of life. I grew up in Aurora stuff, pretty suburban. I don't know, people came from Alberta, the middle of nowhere on a farm. Mm-hmm. People came from BC. They've been snowboarding all their lives or whatever. Um, from out east on the on the east coast, from New Brunswick, I don't know, just kind of everywhere. Right. And you have all these different experiences coming together. Um, and it was just an incre- incredible experience helping me grow and, and really make my faith my own. That's where I kind of really delved into the Bible for the first time. Mm. Not that I wasn't into it before, but like, I don't know, you, you listen to a sermon and on Sunday morning or you go to youth group or you go to camp and you kind of just receive a message or 
I don't know, you learn one perspective. Whereas that was my first opportunity just to delve or dive into the Bible myself and really study it and really really kind of say, Hey, this, the Bible's not, I'm not the center of the Bible. It's, Mm. it's God's the center and I'm part of his plan, but I don't know. It just kind of shifted that whole focus. Right. And then this receiving kind of, Oh, I'll experience a message. I'll, I'll receive it, receive it. Versus when you really, I think, dig into the word, um, like there's a story that God's like, been living out throughout history and we get to just partake in god's story exactly which is uh just this switch of perspective it's not like what i'm receiving but like how i get to participate Mm -hmm. in in what god's doing which is really cool and i think it really brought out that that drive to want to be more more participant in in church and in church community um showed me the importance of small groups Mm. and um not just to show up on sunday say hi when you walk through the door and then be the first one out after the service is done. Just kind of want to form that Christian community Mm. in church and then the rest of my life after, excuse me, the school. Yeah, yeah, so after that, I went to Prairie College, the second Bible college. Um, Mm -hmm. Went there for flight training. Um, But it was... Now this guy flies your planes now. Air Canada Jazz, baby. Yep, I'm a professional pilot. There you That's go. what I get to do, but because of my leg, I'm off work now for <laughs> a couple months, which is fun. But um, Yeah, so, I mean, Three Hills, Alberta is where it is. It's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Water, landed in Calgary and drove the 45 minutes or hour to Three Hills, and, I mean, my jaw was on the floor of the car. It's literally in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and, like, I had driven back from BC after my year, and it was like kind of shocking just driving on the number one <laughs> and through Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. And you're like, Oh man, like this is, there's literally there's nothing, literally, but like you go off the number one and there's literally nothing. <laughs> like there's, there's farms obviously as far as the eye can see when you can see far out there, but I mean, it's, it was crazy. And then you end up in the town of three Hills, like a thousand mm-hmm. people. It's like half of the population goes to the college. Wow. Um, but yeah, just again, incredible community there. Very driven. Um, the instructors and teachers I had at Prairie, um, just, I mean, they had gone through a lot in their lives. Some of them were missionaries, missionary pilots overseas, and they had been through a lot of hardships, trials, burnout, a lot of stuff. And they were able to pour into my life and say, hey, this is what you may face in the Christian life. Mm. This is how God is going to lead you out of it, or this is how God is going to lead you throughout the trials or tribulations or whatever. So, I mean, um, that side of it. And then also just, I mean, the community there as well was fantastic. The most impactful conversations I had were on our 45 minute drive to McDonald's. (laughs) Um, yeah. And we next closest down (laughs) on it. Well, yeah, basically Basically, the nearest Tim Hortons and McDonald's was 45 minutes. We had it all planned out the fastest route and, (laughs) and we'd kill. Yeah. We'd, 11 o'clock at night you're in you're in college you don't sleep so 11 o'clock we're like hey you want to go to mcdonald's we knew which one was open 24 hours so we'd hop in the car and two of us or six of us whatever and just go and grab some ice cream or a burger and fries and yeah and the conversations and just have those deep conversations on the ride there and on the way back so yeah really developed great friendships and and really really grew in my faith through those Mm. There's a, there's a constant 
theme, a thread throughout each of those kind of pivotal moments. And it relates back to Jacob's sermon series from January. What forms mm-hmm. us is community, yeah. specifically Christian community, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a youth group, whether it's a camp, whether it's Bible college and even small groups even yeah. in life today and in the busyness of life. What truly forms us is Christ-centered community, which mm-hmm. is such a like an encouragement and other firsthand experiences. Hey, this uh, this Bible thing when it says live in community with one another, like oh, I guess yeah. it's right. <laughs> it works. Yeah. So um, we've been working through the Book of James uh, four weeks in, and kind of my synopsis is: you're a believer now, your life looks a little bit different. Like it can't look the same as it was before. And James is always described as this, like the applicable book, the kind of how to live as a Christian. Mm-hmm. So of, of kind of the messages so far, has anything really spoke to you? Anything kind of referenced uh, maybe a, a teaching from before? Like what, where have you seen God at work in this series? Yeah. Um, I think it was, it was first or three weeks ago, maybe when Brian was preaching, mm-hmm. he gave a message and there was a point that said Christian faith produces a lifestyle, a Christian lifestyle, or I can't remember the exact quote, but right. it produces a lifestyle. And it's been something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Mm. Um, I do have a lot of free time just to kill sitting on an airplane or, or um, I don't know, sitting at home on my days off <laughs> in the middle of the week when no one else is free. Um, so I've, I kind of was thinking about the Christian life and what does that mean and, and how do I apply that to my life? And there's kind of two main I don't know, character traits, I guess you can call them, or characteristics that I kind of came up with. Mm. Um, and they are humility and empathy. And and within those, I feel like you can hit all of those, I don't know, main points of the Christian faith mm. um, that God really calls us to live. Um, now, I am the, the three year reigning champion of the humble award so i mean this is kind of hard for me to talk about um i beat out matt matt lawrence he likes to brag that he's won it many times as well but Love but i was able to eh? usurp him the last few times and <laughs> yeah so they're proudly mantle or hanging on my uh, mantle at home there yeah, um there but yeah just um it's just a good reminder just to stay humble all the time mm. um that was yeah. my joke for the pod. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something we like to joke about, the Humble Award. Um, anyways, but yeah, when I think of humility, it's just um, not only like thinking of others before yourself, which I think is definitely a main point in Jesus' message to us. Right. Um, in all things, we're supposed to think of others before ourselves, care for others. Um, it's kind of the missional focus, but but also really focusing on putting God first in everything. Mm. Um, like the whole point of our lives here on earth is to give glory to God. Mm. And if we're putting ourselves first in that right. or in life, then that's kind of never going to happen. It's like, mm. how am I going to glorify God? That's yeah. like we can even put ourselves first in that sentence. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's, it's so easy to be not humble, I guess, or mm. proud. Um, so really like just remembering to put God first. God's the reason I'm here. He's the reason I've been mm. put in the places I've been in. He's the reason I've been given specific gifts mm. um, to share with others and really use in my life. Um, so just always going with that, that frame set or that, um, that lens right. um, has always been really important. And I think Jacob was talking about it, just that um, 
I mean, we have those two different wheels he talked about. Yeah. The Christian mindset or worldview is the wor- worldview is the word I was looking for. And then the secular non-Christian worldview. And just if we are able to focus on that Christian worldview and see everything mm. through that lens, then A, we're going to grow. B, we're going to be glorifying God. Yeah. And just it's, it's going to be overall better for the Christian church. So Yeah. Well, that's, it's, it's interesting, as you say, it's better for the Christian church, it's better for God. It doesn't always mean that it's better for ourselves. No, no. Right? Which is the hard thing, and yeah. especially in a world that says, like, your happiness, your joy is absolute, it is the most important mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I think when you dig into scripture, kind of like you've shared, it's, oh, no, like, <laughs> it's not a, not about me. No. And uh, it's a humbling um, kind of thought. Uh, Definitely. I think you, I think it was in James 4, maybe what you're going to be talking about coming up, that kind of theme hmm. of um, kind of, it's not always going to be good and pretty and fantastic mm. in the Christian life, but right. just moving forward with that. Um, so the second, po- the second one I said was empathy. Yeah. Um, and I think having that mindset of putting yourself in someone else's shoes or kind of looking at life and everyone's experiences from their perspective is critical to, to the missional life that, that Jesus called us for. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's throughout the entire life of Jesus, throughout the entire Bible, it's, it's clearly a missional focus to yeah. go out and serve the world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to have that empathetic mindset of people that may be struggling with certain things or just have different life experiences to be able to be at their level and share Christ's love with them mm. at that level. Um, it, it's critical in yeah. my mind. So um, well, that point relates back to kind of what um, I'll be speaking to on Sunday from James uh, three, which talks about the fact that all of us are created in the image of God. And I think mm-hmm. if we have an empathetic uh, view of the world, uh, and towards others, we recognize definitely God's image in, in each other, which is pretty profound. And mm-hmm. again, life altering that huge shift in, in our perspective that comes yep. from that empathy. Um, we've had a great chat and I could keep chatting much longer, but <laughs> if I was to give you a second to share a word of encouragement with our congregation, um, what would you like to share? Um, how is God speaking to you or what do you think he's put on your heart to share with the church? Yeah. So I just got a passage here. It's found in Philippians 2, 11. I'm sure many people have heard it a ton of times, but um, I think it goes really well with what I was talking about, what I got from Brian's message, but also mm. just Christian life in general. It's, it's a good one. And it's a passage I had to memorize when I was in my first year of Bible college. Um, I don't have it memorized anymore. <laughs> I thought about memorizing it before, um, but the leaf game was on last night. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, it's, it's, it's still somewhat there, but, uh, I'll read it here. Um, so the title is imitating Christ's humility. Um, hmm. therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being hmm. one in spirit and of one mind. 
Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but, to, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be um, used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself mm. and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Mm. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Mm. So I just thought that was a awesome way to end it and yeah. what a what a what a challenging verse i think mm -hmm. and, and encouraging yet yeah if our lives look different i think our lives should look a little bit like that yeah definitely from philippians so yeah. thank you so much ryan it's been excellent having you uh, on the pod uh, my pleasure i have the pleasure of hanging out with this guy um, but I want the church to get to know you because you're a pretty great guy and so mm -hmm. I wanted to continue to encourage one another with how God's at work in our lives. So thanks so much, Ryan. Thanks for having me. And we'll be back, I don't know when, but we'll be back again sometime soon with another testimony, getting to know other people of our Northridge family because uh, kind of as Ryan was saying, we're, we live in community and mm -hmm. so part of community is getting to know one another. So thank you so much, guys. Take care. Stay safe. Happy St. David's Day. St. David's Day. Take care.